WebmasterRadio.fm. Log into the feed and linger in the lounge. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Cover Story. I'm Brandi Shapiro-Babin, and I am actually joined with someone very, very special today. Uh, David McGinnis, Nora McJolly were able to join us today. And uh, it's very sad for us that they're not here. But if they're not going to be here, I'm extremely honored to bring on uh, part two and then uh, some exciting news with our very special Katie Kempner, Vice President, Director of Agency Communications at Crispin Porter and Bogowski, and Vice President, Director of Corporate Communications for MDC Partners. Welcome, Katie. Thanks, Brandy. Thanks for having me back again. Uh, you know something? We're going to tease people, and it's going to be again and again and again. <laughs> How are you? I'm terrific. Well, actually, I'm a little worried about this hurricane, but other than that, I'm good. Okay, but we need to stop thinking hurricane. It's just right. it's a little bit more than a tropical depression. Right, just lots of rain. Lots of rain, which is not always fun. It should be on Mondays. Everyone needs to do where Katie and I are both in Florida. So everyone needs to do like, you know, the rain dance for Monday. Keep it sunny and dry for the weekend. Yeah, Monday would be good because, as you know, Brandy, since you're coming to my party, hopefully we're hosting a party here for 800 people on Friday. I, or not. Amazing. <laughs> or not. <laughs> you know, well, you and I can just, like, I could just come down and, like, all the, the CPB people can just hang out and eat yummy food and pajamas and, like, call it a hurricane shelter. Absolutely. That, that might be better anyway. <laughs> That's so crazy. So do you want to tell everyone? I mean, this is so neat. I, the, to me, the, this is a, the fun part, I think, of, uh, of heading up PR for your company is sort of developing, um, you know, an event like this that sort of brings yourself and all of your clients together and all the peripheral companies to sort of uh, join in the success. Yeah, well, actually, um, this event is sort of that and it's sort of, some, it's sort of a little bit different. Um, we moved into a new space three years ago and we decided we would have a big party to celebrate and everybody who worked at CPB, which was a lot smaller then, and then we would invite our favorite clients and uh, some of our friends. And we had a party, and it was a huge success. It made everybody here feel terrific, and our clients felt great, the few clients that we invited. And it was really a blast. So we decided we would make it an annual bash, and we did it last year as well. And last year we made it a roller boogie party. Uh, Alex Bogusky thinks that it's always way more fun. If you, can w- if you can dress up, you can have more fun because you can sort of not be yourself. No, I'm with him. That's great. <laughs> and actually, it's really funny because people get so into it, you know, figuring out what they're going to wear. And that was fun. And this year, the theme of the party is the love boat. The love boat. All right, I'll so, stop singing. <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean, hopefully it'll, it'll really end up coming to fruition. Uh, if, well, if it doesn't, we'll reschedule. But uh, we have a lot of really exciting things happening. So can we tease people? So when people are out there thinking of some cool events for them to do for themselves, like this is what some of the big agency do for themselves <laughs> or, or can we tease people? You mean give you a little bit of what we're doing? Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, for one, we have Isaac, well, I should say Ted, 
Ted Lang, Ted Lange, who was Isaac on the Love Boat. He is going to uh, be the host of the evening. Fabulous. That should be pretty fun. And um, we always like to do sort of, we have a really big open space. It's very industrial looking. We always like to do something. Last year when we did the roller boogie, we actually set up a big roller skating rink. And uh, we got tons and tons of roller skates. And that was a lot of fun. And And no one got hurt? I'm so sorry. I just have to know, like, nobody got hurt or flying feet, (laughs) underwear exposed, any. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> that was actually really funny because that year we had Denny Terrio as the host. No, so wait, what was that? Solid Gold? Um, that was- Dance Fever. Dance Fever. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so cool. Okay. And he came in like a red or I think it was actually it was purple. He came in a purple zoot suit and it was, re- he's a great dancer though, I have to say. And actually a, quite a good roller skater. Wow. How, this is horrible. How old is he now? It's hard to tell, Brandy. But he, lo- <laughs> but he looks good, though. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he came Actually, in a... He pretty much looks exactly the same. Does he? I thought you were going to say he came in a purple walker or something. Oh, no. No, 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 no. He's in great shape. He danced. He roller skated. But this year, being even more... Um, I don't know what the word is. I was going to say imaginative, but I think probably crazy. We took this enormous space, and we're filling it with uh, balls like you find in a kitty gym. Okay. And uh, we're, we're making it into a pool, so you can get into the pool and swim around, and there's like a bar that you can only get to from the pool. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah, it should be fun. And then the other thing we do with the parties is we always try to, in the middle of all of our fun, do a little good. Okay. So make it a partial fundraiser, and this year it's going to be a fundraiser um, for HIV awareness. Good for you. Good well, for you. Well, we do work for the Kaiser Family Foundation for their No HIV campaign. Okay. So, so we have a casino, a full casino that's going to be there. Oh, my God. I'm so um, excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be neat. And um, you donate money, and then you get to play, and the donations go to, go to uh, HIV awareness. You know, what a great idea because people are there. They're yeah. enjoying the night. They absolutely want to play on the tables. Yeah. I'm sure you've got, you know, great prizes set up and whatnot, so it gives them the extra incentive. We have one awesome prize, and that was uh, donated to us by Travel Leaders, which is our, our travel agency, and um, it is a seven-day luxed-out cruise. Ooh, can we say what cruise line? You know, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> that was still being worked okay. out. Okay, no, that's fabulous. So that's, that's a great, what a great prize for someone to play with, and just the fact that you know that you're giving to an awesome cause yeah. with a bunch of people that you prosper and, and enjoy. It's a, it's a nice thing to do in the middle of celebrating because we should celebrate. We're doing great and everything's terrific, but we should also, you know, try to at least do a little something every year. So, well, you know, so it's really important. And we talk about this on the show all the time. It's, you know, I'm a very firm believer of what you give out is what you get back. Yeah. And I think that it's an unfortunate thing, but if you even want to look at it this way, there's times with companies or individuals or, you know, however you want to look at it, where you can actually contribute to a charity while also helping to market yourself um, create awesome public relations for yourself. So, you know, really putting in the time to do that benefits you in so many different ways. Yeah, I agree. So, bully for you so, guys. So, hopefully, it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen on Friday, it'll happen another day. So, you, you know what? Something to look forward to, and that's what the world's about. Exactly. <laughs> so that's a good thing. It's the not knowing that's driving people here crazy. People keep stopping by my office every five minutes. So are we having the party? Are we not going to have the party? Right. Do I pick up my flip wig or not? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it sounds terrific. But, you know, it, and it's difficult for all of you that uh, I'm sure last year followed Florida's hurricane season. It's yeah. very, 
frustrating because you never know if it's going to hit. Yeah. I mean, because these things can change on a dime in, in a good way or in a bad way. And, you know, a party like yours is one that's obviously taken a lot of planning to execute and you don't want to be in a situation where no one can attend and you don't want to get people all excited and then cancel it. And then it's a beautiful, sunny, you know, not a sunny night, but a beautiful moonlit night. And here's a possibly a lesson, because I certainly don't consider myself by far, you know, like a professional at all party planner, which is when I was sitting with Steve Sapka, who works with me, and he said to me, you know, I, I just wonder, we were talking about the party, if maybe we should have some sort of insurance in case there's a storm or something. And I said, oh, come on, you know, <laughs> that's not going to, don't be such a, you know, negative thinker. And oh, and a ha, ha, ha. Luckily, you know, Steve is too nice a guy to have ever said to me, I told you so, but I know he's thinking it. Yeah, no, so he didn't, you, just, you just let him say that to you. You just said it to yourself on air. So that's, right. So, that's, so Steve's probably, if he's out there listening somewhere, it's kind of smiling very gently to himself right now. Um, so listen, on that note, let's go and take uh, our first commercial break. I know, you know what? I'm a very firm believer of whatever is meant to be is meant to be. And I know the party is going to be spectacular, whether it happens on Friday or it happens on another date. Um, but everyone out there, hang out and we will be right back with Cover Story. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is all Always proud. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. You're putting me in the mood. (laughs) How are you? Oh, now that I heard that love boat, I really want it to happen. You know something? Seriously, whatever's meant to be is meant to be. You want it, You want to feel, like, really good about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on a cruise, speaking of cruises, on the 4th of September in the British Virgin Islands, which is really, really awesome and exciting, except, again, it's in the middle of hurricane season. Like, you know what I mean? You just never know. You don't know. <laughs> I could be shipwrecked on the island of Tortola. 
or St. Bart's for that matter. <laughs> exactly. You just never know. You don't. And you, you got to go with it. You do have to go with it. And as long as like, you, you know, good intentions were there without intent of malice, then everything flies. And I think it sounds like you've got a spectacular evening planned and what a great idea. How did you come up with the balls in, in the pool? That was not my idea. I cannot take credit for it. <laughs> that was talking to Alex, who said, you know what? I want to have a real pool. And I thought, you know, I have a feeling that's not going to work. <laughs> so we were trying to figure out what we could put in the pool. And it was really Alex that came up with that because we were thinking, I, we had been doing something, Burger King is one of our clients, and we were thinking, you know, about those play sets. And it seemed like, what if we got those balls? Oh. Which was very hard, by the way, because they sell them, even wholesalers, in all rainbow colors. Oh, right. And then that's setting a completely different message, which is an okay message, but then it's a biased message. Which is an okay message, but we only wanted blue, blue, <laughs> blue, blue balls. Blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> There's Crispin and Porter keeping you excited till the very end. <laughs> Sorry. That's great. Oh, I love it. Okay, so you wanted just blue balls, because I get it represents blue. water. Yes, we wanted blue balls. Several different shades of blue. <laughs> balls. Yes. And we, and we have them. In fact, I have several of the samples sitting right here in my office. So you could just say you're holding blue balls in your hands right now. I should so not go there. You should so not go there. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. God, I'm having one of those days. But you know what? This is so nice to be light and eerie. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm having one of those days, too. No, which is good. We can have it together. And I think, you know, if we're having it, maybe our listeners are having it. But this is all really cool information because, you know what? Thinking out of the box, and I like the way you speak about Alex because I've never met him. Um, he sounds like he's definitely an out-of-the-box thinker. Oh, absolutely. Really creative. And I think it's amazing how you can take a space, like the one you work in, and, 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 you know, by day it's an office. And by night, it becomes the love boat. And it goes back, you know, 20 years in history. And that's really cool because a lot of people get stuck in their same space. Yeah. And they can't get out of it. And whether it's for a party or to help them rebrand themselves or just go forward in the future, it's hard to see themselves as something different. And I think that's really cool the way you explain, you know, the way he thinks. Yeah. He has the ability to look at the same thing and see something completely different. Oh, Alex is an amazing guy. He, he, he can never look at anything the same way. He, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met, absolutely. That's, I mean, that, that's a true gift. Yeah. That is a true gift. So I do hope the party goes on. And I think it's interesting when you look to have a party really doing something that a lot of people can identify with. Like, it is a blast from the past. Yeah. And like, especially someone like my age. And, and older. Or my age, because a whole bunch of people are, I said, yeah, we're going to have Isaac, the bartender, and they're like, who? <laughs> no, that's so crazy. <laughs> it's a piece Depressing. of nostalgia now. <laughs> I know, I hate that. My life is a piece of nostalgia. But, but, it, I mean, but that is, like, that was a cornerstone of our life. What a great, I mean, God, like, talk about going back to, like, my security years. Yeah, no, people are really, people are really looking forward to it here. So I hope it's going to work out. And actually, we came up with a really good idea. If, if we can't have it here this weekend, we're going to try to at least, the food that was already bought, we're going to try to at least have some sort of cookout or something for the homeless and do something with all that food. That's phenomenal. Yeah. That's phenomenal. And you know what? Once again, you're helping other people, but you're helping yourself too, which is something that, you know, everyone needs to think about. Yeah. Well, I have to say that's one thing that's pretty remarkable about this place is that we've always had um, a couple of pro bono accounts at the same time and ones that we're really passionate about not just sort of, you know, to say that we've done them. Sometimes people take on pro bono, I mean, some ad agencies, and this is sort of very jaded, Generic, yeah. take on uh, 
pro bono because they can do sort of out their work that'll win at award shows. Mm-hmm. Right, right, understandably. Or allow them to say, you know, hey, look, at we're giving back to a community and do it for chest beating so that they can like yeah. expose other parts of their business where they may not have had that opportunity. Exactly, and that's not really not the case. So we have a couple of different um, pro bono accounts that we've worked with, including Best Buddies, which, geez, we've worked with them for since I've before I've been here, and I've been here for nine years. So wow. Now, what facet of of Best Buddies? I, I guess we help them with some of their branding, some of their marketing, um, some of the the look of their uh, their materials. Very cool. I mean, because yeah. Best Buddies is a really great organization and. I know that they have several like programs under their umbrella. Yes. So good for you guys. I think that's really, really important. That's what really led me to you to begin with is that you are, you do some really amazing corporate accounts. You do large accounts that represent different industries, which I always personally I think is so important. You know, looking at an, in an agency to take on whether it be, it's nice that someone is an expert in their arena, but I think that they need to be an expert in many arenas because that helps you once again keep you fresh. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that you guys are involved in charities. I think it's an, it's a great blend of clients that you have. And that's well, really what's you, inspiring. Brandy. Maybe you should come here and do our PR. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're amazing. So, so you know what? You know, Katie and I have spoken more than several times on the phone. And the first time I spoke to Katie, I thought, wow, what an amazing woman. And I think I know I mentioned this on the last show. Something that stood out to me immediately was, I called, I think I called your cell phone. Right, I was sitting on the plane. And you, she's like, hi, I have no clue who you are. Um, I'm on a plane that's actually going to be taking off. I'm not exactly sure why I answered an unknown number. No, but you were so nice. You answered that phone. You said you would get back to me at a certain time and date, and you did. And you were just so up and, and just up and positive. And you well, took, thank you. You took the time to speak to a stranger. And as soon as I took that phone call from you, I thought, wow, here's a woman I want to know. Well, thank you. You know what? That is one thing I think um, that sometimes I, you have to remind people that are just starting out in PR, which is you, you need to take every single person's call, return everybody's call. I mean, even a salesperson, anybody that calls you, you give them the courtesy of calling them back and seeing, you know, what's up with them. You know, 100%, because you know what? First of all, treat people as you would like to be treated. Exactly. Right? I don't care if you're you know, the president of a large corporation or not, we all get really frustrated when we put a call out to someone and they don't call us back. Yeah. Right. So treat people as you would want to be treated. And also, in a very selfish way, you never know who these people are going to be in the future. Well. (laughs) Or who they are in the present, even. I know I told you my failed actress career uh, story where I had been um, not very nice to this guy in college and then I was on several callbacks to have a, a kind of decent part in a movie, and he was the casting director on the last one. No, you know, I don't think you told me this story. <laughs> well, that's it in a nutshell, but <laughs> right? it sort of taught me because I, it was clear, clear that my hopes had gone from very high to nothing when I walked into the room and saw who was, like, making the decision that you be nice to everybody. Well, yeah, and you know something like, yes, and we all have bad days, and there's people that rub you the wrong way, and there's a difference between being, like, fake to yourself. Yes. Um, you know, being fake, I'm sorry. They're being noisy in the other studio. That's so rude. Um, (laughs) Come here. Next time you'll do it from here. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Don't be rude over there. Thank you. It's the crazy side of the the network. Anyway, I apologize. Um, Now I done lost my train of thought. How how awful of me. Um, No, you were saying don't be fake, and that's true, and that's certainly not what I'm suggesting because, actually, that's like a pet peeve of mine about about, uh, PR people, that they're just so... Some of them can be at times sort of 
so saccharine because it seems like that's how you should be. Right, right. But I, I'm not suggesting being, you know... No, 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 I know you weren't. Not genuine. Just... Giving just everyone be the respect nice. you would want to get. Yes. Oh, no. And I was I was just expanding on what you were saying. Yeah. Because by no means... Are, you. And now I'm expanding on what you are expanding yeah, on. We're just... God, and I, now it's probably as big as it can get. No, I was going to say, God, I hate that I've been expanding, I feel like, all week, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, but the most important thing, you know, we had a... Um, I also co-host Rainmaker, um, another radio show here on the network, and... We had done a um, a show, and I don't remember exactly what the show was, but we ended up getting these call-ins, and it was the the line was people calling in and thanking me, which was really lovely, saying, "Wow, you know, when I first, you know, entered the industry, you know, I didn't know anything, and Brandy took the time to sit down and talk to me, or I came up and I introduced myself at a conference, and Brandy was so nice to me." And it's very funny because I don't remember this, right? <laughs> it's really nice to get the kudos. But the thing is, like, yeah, just be nice to people. Treat people how you want to be treated, and you never know. First of all, this person who's calling you, who you have no idea who they are, could be your next big client, could be your next best contact to get you where you need to go. Absolutely. Or their next job could yeah, be. Absolutely. And that is so important, whether you're, you're, you know, you're looking, you know, for public relations contacts, you know, whether you're looking to, you know, for sales, marketing, advertising, whatever it is, it is so very important, and I think no matter how great your campaign is and how much time you put into developing different things, at the end of the day, it really comes down to your interpersonal skills. If someone likes you, they're more likely to do business with you than someone else or more likely to quote you than someone else or more likely to develop a story or a feature about you than somebody else. I think you're, you're absolutely right. You know, I think that is so important. And so let's segue into this. So okay. I met Miss Katie and she was really nice to me. She just has like, like this joie de vivre, totally down to earth, bubbly. Still haven't met her in person yet, but I get to, I get to take her out for a muffin and coffee tomorrow. Half a muffin. <laughs> now you can have one of those big giant muffins, I told you. We're not stingy at Webmaster Radio. <laughs> yes, but just in case we do have the party, I don't think I'll be able to fit into my outfit if I eat an entire muffin. There's not a lot of wiggle room there. Oh, you're so cute. All right, so you can just have the coffee. <laughs> I don't want to contribute to any delinquency and, and any zipper problems. Exactly. But um, but it was so great because I met you. You were so nice. I got a gut. I said, wow, there's something. Like, this woman and I are meant to do something. You you know, you come off as, you know, whatever. I mean, you're the director of, of your vice president, I should say, of, of two major companies. Um, you do a great job. And very soon, not only will you be wearing those two very big monikers, but you're also going to be the hostess of your own radio show here on Webmaster Radio. Yes, I am so excited. This is really, when you asked me to do that, I just thought, you know what? Perfect. That's exactly what I want to do. And I'm so glad. And it was a great, it was like the easiest sell of my life. I called her <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night and said, I'm so sorry to bother you. It's been on my mind for a while. Would you like to do this? And she said, yes. It sounded like such a fun, good idea. It is a fun, good idea. And you have so much awesome information. You're so easy to listen to. You're absolutely inspiring. Thank you know, you. that's like when I think of you, I think of inspiring. Like you promote me like, like, I just feel like if I, if I got to spend more time with you, good things would continue to happen to me. Like, you I, know what? We do need to spend more time together because you're making me feel terrific. So. <laughs> I love it. The love fest just continues. That's a good thing. <laughs> right. But so let's give people a little idea, uh, perhaps of, of, you know, this show has, is far from being fully developed, although very quickly is going to be executed. We just started to um, talk about some ideas, but I think we've got a rough idea of what you're going to be doing. Do you want to share with the fine folks a cover story? Should I or should, should you tell? No, you do it. I should tell? You should tell. Okay. Well, I think just from 
what we've briefly talked about, that we're going to try to uh, use the time to sort of look at um, great advertising and different ways that advertising campaigns and um, marketers and creatives, which are the art directors and creative directors and copywriters and everybody working on campaigns, are able to use PR or structure campaigns around PR to give them, you know, the most bang for the buck and and make $1 look like four or work like four. Or even five sometimes. Or even five. That's a very good thing. And hopefully we're also going to get to um, talk to some marketing journalists that uh, I've known and worked with for a long time and sort of see what interests them in different with different campaigns and um, what some of their, you know, favorite ways of, of hearing about what's happening in the marketing and advertising world. Which is exciting because from what I understand, these are all top tier yeah. uh, publications. Well, let's see. You know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like New York Times, Wall Street Journal. But I mean, this is, this is really exciting. So when you get to hear from the horse's mouth exactly what it is that they're looking for, yeah, I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. What a great gift to our listening audience. Well, I think it'd be really fun to hear both sides, to hear sort of what is it they look for and what is the best way to pitch them, what are some of the best things, and then I'd also be interested to hear what some of the worst ways are. Oh, my, I can imagine. Like, we've yeah. heard some real horror stories. So, is you know, it sounds like it's going to be fun, it's going to be exciting, and, you know, for those of you that don't know, um, if I'm not mistaken, so please correct me, um, Crispin Porter, and I know I never said it's Bogowski. 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 God, I don't want to say that wrong. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Bogowski. God, it just doesn't sound natural for me to say it like that. Okay. Bogusky, yeah. Crispin Porter and Bogowski. It grows on you. Okay, cool. Um, it will. Um, is the m- most awarded advertising agency in the world? For the past three years, which is Pretty amazing. Well, it is. That is amazing. That is. And, and by the way, that isn't our tally, like sitting here going, hey, it looks like we won the most. But that is actually an official tally um, that's done by the Gun Report as well as uh, Creativity Magazine, which is owned by Ad Age. Which, you know, I mean, so pretty much the brass has stated that you guys have won the most awards. So we feel very honored that uh, you will be coming on. Thank you. Every, every week with us, with a with a soon-to-be-named radio show. Um, and why don't we do this? Let's just take another little quick break, and we'll be right back with Katie Kempner, the newest hostess to the Webmaster Radio Network. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Wow. And that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. The innovative services of Load.com help you easily maximize your business and bottom line. Since 1999, Load.com has offered premium web applications and business solutions for companies worldwide. Set up business and private mailboxes. Track marketing and website traffic. And assure a professional design for your website with Load's email, web stats, and DNS services. Save time. Save money. Load is your reliable source for professional web applications and business solutions. Visit Load.com. That's L-O-A-D dot com and get loaded today. 
Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? Then attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com. You'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. Hey everyone, this is Brandy Shapiro-Babbin. Welcome back to this edition of Cover Story. And uh, I'm joined with my co-hostess of the day, uh, Katie Kempner, who will also be joining us for her very own weekly radio show here on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back, Katie. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Did you like the promo? That was the first time I heard that promo for the, laptop, the uh, lunchtime laughs. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> no, I did. Mark did a great job on that. That was that totally took me off guard. <laughs> I'm going, I'm hearing his voice. I'm hearing things about big butts. <laughs> Very well done. So so applause, Mark. Thank yay, you. Yay, Mark. <laughs> he did a great job. Um, <laughs> all right, don't be gauche. Don't applaud yourself. Thank you. But anyway, so we were talking. We've got this show that's yet to be named. What a great, I mean, the information that you are going to be bringing to our listeners, I think, is you, you're going to end up becoming one of the best-rated shows on the network. Hey, well, thank you very much. You know, and I've also thought of something else, which is um, I'm going to try to have some other people on uh, the show that do what I do at different size agencies, some really big agencies, some different size, and sort of get their, their input on how to best... Uh, you know, P- get PR on an advertising campaign. You know, something which is a great idea. So yeah. thank you. I mean, because this is absolutely, you know, Katie had said to me, we had this discussion because this is not a, a branded Crispin Porter and, um, and CP&B. That's right. Call CP&B. <laughs> thank you. Radio show. But it's using the wealth of knowledge at CP&B and bringing it to the forefront for our listeners to benefit from. And yeah. that's the important part. And I think it's extremely gracious of you to bring on your, you know, your peers and yet it's sometimes your competitors to give um, another view of possibilities. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think that's really important because there's not one way of doing things. And I think it's really cool because it sounds like um, the show is going to be one that's ex- going to be extremely well-rounded and that it's going to be something that's applicable to everybody out there. I hope so. Or, you know, or at least think different things to, to take away, you know. Or maybe you'll hear stuff of how you absolutely don't want to do something. <laughs> yeah, but you know something? That's still so important. Absolutely. Especially knowing, like, you know, if you're out there on your own and you're trying to pitch a story and everyone, you know, everyone's story is so important to them because it's most important. You are the most important thing in the world. Yeah. Period. The end. Knowing what is the best way when someone says, I really only want to take, I only take emails. You know, knowing the difference between saying, oh, you know what? I'm just going to be that one person that calls them. It's going to make the difference versus... That person saying to you on an ear, please, when I say only send me emails, you will absolutely go into my circular file by phone, yeah. you know, is, is powerful to help people understand the mentality behind what they need to do. And then also, too, you know, we have a lot of obviously large companies who work with advertising agencies, and it's a, lot, it's a great way for them to do checks and balances. Absolutely. And also to get little hints like, you know what, that... Uh that fancy crystal paperweight that you send to every single reporter that has your name, your company on it, guess what? They don't do anything with that. 
Right. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. Send them a bar of chocolate if you want to make friends. Right, right, right. Happy stomachs make for happy hearts, yes. <laughs> I find that uh, candy is often the closest way to pretty much anybody's heart. Journalists, uh, co-workers, definitely oh, Steve who works with me. <laughs> is that he likes what kind of candy does Steve like? There's no kind of candy that Steve doesn't like, although it turns out, and I did not know this about Steve, that he does not like Twizzlers. Really? Oh, because those are almost, that's like the healthy candy. Exactly. Well, that's why I eat them, because I feel like it's the healthy candy. Zero fat. 500%. Even I did discover, because we were under all this pressure for the party, a new kind of candy yesterday. It's like a, I can't remember, it's a white chocolate, key lime, almond joy. Oh my God, that sounds decadent. It's sweet. Mmm. Very, very sweet. And in a crisis, we'll probably have to get some more of those today when we decide what we're doing with the party. You know, I mean, do you have, what, what, what's your criteria for whether you keep the party on versus you take it off? I mean, I get the fact the food's already <laughs> I ordered. I thought you were going to say, what's your criteria for whether, what kind of chocolate bar you try? <laughs> you know? um, actually, basically, because <laughs> for that, there's very little criteria. No, no, and I'm sitting here going, you know what, like, every once in a while, I love chocolate, but I'm like a food. Like, you want to get to my heart? Make me a spinach pie. <laughs> <laughs> the criteria is basically... We're going to look at, I guess we have until 4.30 to tell some of these vendors what we're going to do. So, you know, when we're done, when we're done chatting, we're going to take a look and just see what the latest uh, weather forecast is. And if it really looks like it's headed this way, then just to be on the safe side, we're going to, we're going to postpone the party. Okay. But it's actually, you know what? It's kind of stressful. So this is the third year now, as I mentioned before, that I've done this and, uh, I really, it didn't really occur to me how stressful it would be trying to, you know, manage all the different aspects if we do have to postpone it. Well, because everything start right, because you, when you started this whole process, it was, you're dealing with one vendor at a time, and it's not everything together. Yeah. You know, now it's, when you, when you, it comes down to the execution, you're dealing with, like, every single aspect of the party versus, like, the planning part of it. Ah, oh, you take care of this two months ahead, you take care of this one month. Believe me. See, and, and you know... For me, I think I told you, we did our event in San Jose, and I never have a good time at my events. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't stand and talk to any one person. I'm all over the place. I mean, I've already, I know how many times, like, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the people passing on durves are supposed to breathe. <laughs> you didn't breathe enough. You breathe too much. And this was the first time that we just had this event um, August 10th. I had a great time. I you, had, now, what, why? What was your secret? What did you do different? You know, I had a, well, I had a Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one? No. Just, it was like one and a half. I think what I did different was um, I realized, I actually heard my husband saying to me, like, it is what it is. So whatever yeah. it's going to be, enjoy it. Because he's a hell of a lot more laid back than I am. Um, and he really does help to ground me like that. So that's sort of the reality. Mm-hmm. But what I did different was I hit my mark. I, you know, my, my goal was to have 500 people at this party and really no more. So we hit 525. Um, the woman that, that owned the, the facility, the, the nightclub that we were at, was like, hey, don't worry about it. Like, you're, you know, we're even cash-wise. I don't want any more money from you. Mm-hmm. That made me feel good. <laughs> and um, it, it just people, st- people were having, like, I took a step back instead of being so neurotic and saw that people were having a good time. And yeah. thought, wow, you know what? This is this is great. People are having a good time. And you know what? Like everyone's here. Everyone's fed. Everyone has drinks. 
I made the rounds, thanked people for coming, asked them if they need anything, tried to make sure that people that looked like they didn't really know a lot of people were brought into conversation so they felt they were a part of the whole. Mm-hmm. And then I went, you know what? There's nothing else I can do. I'm just going to go and have fun. Like, I worked my ass off to get here. Good for you. Everyone, and I was like, that That to me was so awesome. And yeah. then I do think it was like the Bloody Mary and a half. <laughs> you know, that sort of like took the edge off. I mean, that's a reality. Because otherwise, um, if you touch me, I'm sure I would have broken like uh, an erector set or something. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting that you say that because every year so far after the party is over, I find myself sort of coming down off this high and just like, uh, you know, almost well, getting a little depressed for a few days. You know something that is very, very common, and there's a word for that. Um, and I'm trying to think of what it is. It's like, um, you know, because you, you over-anticipate things and you put so much energy into the planning and, you know, you own it. Yeah. You know, you just want it to be so great that you put so much energy into it. And the, and the reality is this. Any major event that you have happen in your life, whether other people think it's major or not, um, we're not always so present. That's why I was so glad that I had a good time because for at least half the party I was present for it. Yeah. Which is such an important thing, and I'm sort of digressing. I always tell people when they're doing an important thing in their life, take mental pictures in your head. Like, stop every once in a while and go, wow, you know, this is what it felt like. This is what I was thinking. This is what it smelled like. So you can recall it at a later point instead of sleepwalking through the whole thing where, you know, like, things just go so quickly. And then you don't, like, at the end of the party, you're like, hey, I can do this whole party thing. But it's, right. Right? But, but it's wait done. A now it's over. But it's done. <laughs> so I always, and people look at me like I'm crazy, but it really does help to stop and take like little mental snapshots throughout the night. But yeah, it's because you, you owned it, you love it. And we don't get the opportunity to sit and enjoy it as much as other people because you, you, it's your blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. And it's not only, and it's not just about like if one person has a good time, you've got clients who are there that you want to be happy. You've got potential clients that you want to be happy. You've got friends that are probably, you know, dragged in from, you know, far away because they want to be there to support you when you're feeling guilty because you can't hang out with them. You know, this, uh, there's a lot of issues. And the truth of the matter is that, you know, you have some alcohol, some good food, a bunch of things going on, good music, and everybody's bound to have a good time. That, and that's it at the end of the day. And you know what? It's, it's nice. Like, I, I like the fact that I put a lot of pressure on myself and yeah. that I want things to be really good, as, as you do. That's why you're so like, do we, don't we? You know, like, at the end yeah. of the day, it doesn't matter. You have the party this weekend, great. You have the party another weekend, people have something else to look forward to. Um, and, and yes, no party is a bad party. You know what I mean? Unless it's just like some horridly like. No, you're absolutely, you're a hundred percent right. You're a hundred percent right. I was just thinking when you were saying that, um, that I I go off into New York like about every two to three weeks and I'll go either with Alex Bogusky who, you know, we've been talking about or Chuck Porter, who's the chairman here or Miles Nadeau who's my other boss, who is the chairman of MDC Partners, and we'll have all these meetings set up. You know, all day long we're seeing this journalist and that journalist. And one journalist cancels, which always happens. And, you know, I, for there's that I minute where you're, you're like, say. oh, now this whole trip is ruined. We're never going to yes. get to talk to them about this. And and everyone, whoever, like, whether, you know, it's, it's you know, you know Mr. Porter or whomever, is, they're going to blame me because, you know, this person didn't come through. And, you know, it's... Yes, and I, it always works out, you know. Does. We always see, we always end up seeing those reporters. And ironically, <laughs> we recently had that happen. A big editor that we've been trying to see for a long time. We finally, Chuck and I, finally got. We were going to go and have lunch with him in New York. And that very day that we were going to have lunch with him, he announced his resignation. <laughs> 
No. No, I know. (laughs) He ended up going somewhere way better, and now we're going to have lunch with him in a week. Hey, see, and things do. Things do work out. They really do work out that way. And it really, you know, and it's, you know, we all tend to judge ourselves a little too harshly because we blame ourselves for the fact that someone else canceled. Do you know what I mean? Or something didn't work out, and it does work. Like, at the end of the day, the only thing you can't fix in life is death. Exactly. Like, period, the end. And, you know, and just silly things like, you know, and this is a, like a silly example, but it's making sure you stay present for nice things because I got to go up on stage when we were in Las Vegas last November, but it was like, you know, once again, my event, so I wasn't actually present. So we went and we won an award. So we got to go back to Las Vegas like three months later and I went, this is so cool. I can get this now, right? You know, I'm going to get to get up on stage again, you know, and this time Mm -hmm. I'm going to be present. Well, ha, ha, ha. I thought we were going to be the last category called, (laughs) but we were the first category called and we're like three floors up. Oh, you're kidding me. (laughs) Had to go racing down three flights of stairs, show up on stage. Um, You know what I mean? But like at the end of the day, things don't always go as you plan. Yes. But in retrospect, they usually go better than they should have. Does that make <laughs> that sense? Rem- that reminds me of a funny thing that happened. Every- they have in Cannes, I don't know, are you uh, familiar with the uh, International Advertising Festival that happens every year in Cannes? A little bit. Well, it's like the epitome. It, it is the most well-respected advertising award that you could win, the Grand Prix at Cannes. Ooh. And I, I can't help it only because I'm a PR person and I just cannot help myself. I have to say that we're the only agency that ever won a Grand Prix in each and every category. Now, pretend I didn't say that because I just can't help myself. But it's very fun and very glamorous. And um, it's like the film festival. It happens in the exact same place. Right, right. But it's a month later. So it's it's really a crazy event. It lasts a week and the Parties are phenomenal, but you do a ton of networking because all the journalists you know from New York go there and international, and it's really really cool. And one of the and then during the day, besides all the parties and hoopla, during the day they have all sorts of seminars. And Chuck Porter, the chairman here at CPB, was on this panel that was very highly anticipated. It was Chuck and Lachlan Murdoch prior to his uh, abdication, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, Howard Draft who's a big advertising person, and Sir Martin Sorrell. So uh, he is the head of a big, big network um, that owns a ton of advertising agencies. And it was monitored by my friend Scott Donatin, who's the editor of Ad Age. Fabulous. So we had so many things to do, to do like that week. It was on Friday, and I kept thinking to myself, you know, I better figure out where this panel is, because, of course, that's part of my responsibility to actually deliver Chuck there. Right, right. And, uh, but we, we had another party. We have a party that we do in Cannes, just like a very low-key beer party, which is very funny because it's like the antithesis of Cannes. But we were, I was so busy, like, getting ready for that. I'm just like, oh, I better figure out, I better figure out. Well, it's about half an hour before Chuck's supposed to, to go on, and I'm like, oh, my God, I never figured out where Chuck was supposed to go. Well, we're running all over the place. We can't find anyone that speaks English. We get (laughs) to the right building, and we still can't find... Right, where where they are in the building. So they were just about to start, and Chuck comes right. And and Chuck, who he really is incredibly good-natured, and uh, anybody, any other boss would have been really pissed at this point, just said to me, you know what, I'm just going to stand here. You find (laughs) out where to go, and then come back and get me. You know, and that's, and that's, see, and that, first of all, what happened wasn't about you. It was actually about him. Yes. I'm a very firm believer. Like, yes. for whatever reason, he was meant not to be at that location at the exact time, at that time. 
Um, and yeah, things happen as they're supposed to happen. Because like, you know, you're an organized person. You're on top of things and stuff happens. And I, you know, it happens just because that's the way it's supposed to go. Yes. And it did really work out, by the way. Cool. Because now, you won. ironically, I'm not going to open the door, but there are about four people that are planning the party with me, you know, doing different things that are standing here with very unhappy looks on their faces. So oh. there must be another uh, weather report coming in. Oh, goodness, goodness. Hey, you know what? We can cut today short because I know you have a lot of responsibility with the upcoming event and making decisions and not being rushed in your decision, especially if you need to make those by 430. Yeah, you know, if if you don't mind, I think that that would be a great just just for today. Um, I thank you so much for having me back again. No, it's terrific, and I'm so very excited that you've committed to doing uh, the weekly radio show with us. I wish you the best of luck. If there's anything I can do uh, in in helping with the great event, thank you. Um, please call on me, and if not, I will see you tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, and we will see everyone back here on Cover Story next week with David McGinnis and McJolly. They feel very badly they weren't here, and you know what? So sorry, I got Katie Kemner all to myself. <laughs> Bye, everyone. And I loved every minute of it. Why? Well, thank you. All right, you have a great rest of your day.